Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Naturally Resilient Thriving with Nature's Wisdom podcast. I'm your host, Devin, and today we're going to journey into the heart of winter and the holy days, or the holidays as we call them. We'll talk about how modern traditions are completely opposed to the real invitations of this time and how we may shift our perspective and ultimately cultivate new traditions. We'll also talk about the specific energies of this time so that we may orient ourselves towards aligning with them so that we can really receive their their wisdom and their magic. As we approach the solstice, it really is a perfect time to reflect on how nature's rhythms profoundly influence our lives. And so this episode is all about finding balance and renewal by embracing the lessons and gifts of winter with those fresh perspectives. All right? Winter. What comes up for you when you feel into winter? With its shorter days and long nights, it invites us to slow down. I've spoken before about how I teach that the the seasons, the cycle of the year and the seasons is reflected in, I mean, everything a day, the menstrual cycle, the life cycle, the breath cycle. And so in particular with the breath, winter is this, the bottom of the exhale when we're completely empty. And so just kind of tune into that for a moment, maybe take a breath and exhale and really tune into that emptiness at the bottom of the exhale. It's not really a place many of us spend a lot of time because it can feel it's uncomfortable, right? We, we want to breathe. We want that next breath. We don't like sitting in emptiness. We don't like sitting without um, something to do or doing. And so those two parts of our breath cycle, the top of the inhale, that is represented by summer solstice, and then the bottom of the exhale, that is um, winter solstice, are these times of kind of like still nothingness. And so just notice, take another inhale, and notice at the top of that inhale tends to be more comfortable for most folks than the bottom empty part of the exhale. So this is a time that invites us into slowness, stillness, nothingness. And I want to talk right off the bat about the holiday season the way we do it in our modern life, how it brings a flurry of activity. And in our 24-7, artificially lit, over-caffeinated, can't-sit-still world, we tend to want to bypass the darkness and stillness that is winter's medicine. And so rather than treating this time as the truly magical holy, sacred time that it is, regardless of of any particular um, religion or or tradition, just really nature's gifts, the holy gift of this time. So rather than like 
being in that, we are giving in to overdoing basically everything. Yeah, we like overeat, overdrink, overspend, overcommit. There's an immense amount of pressure to be on, to do all the things, to make appearances, to find the perfect gift, make the perfect holiday experience, the perfect meal, etc., etc. And yet, not only is overdoing anything incredibly detrimental to our health, what's also detrimental to our health is this arbitrary pursuit of an ill-defined illusion of whatever that perfection is. It seems as though we use this time to attempt to fill some void within us, and we use an external approach that is looking outside of ourselves. And yet the invitation always, but particularly at this time, is to look within And it is there that we will see that there's no void. There's nothing that we lack. There's nothing to fill. If we actually got still and quiet long enough, we would see that we are simultaneously emptiness and form. Nothing and something, right? Dark and light. And that in this dark and quiet time, we have an opportunity to really see ourselves for who and what we truly are. Limitless, miraculous, sacred, holy, beautiful, and pure love itself. And yet for many, that's scary. It makes us uncomfortable. And we simply lack the resilience and stability in our systems to get that quiet and that still to see that clearly. And then furthermore, we lack the resilience in our systems nowadays to even be able to accept what we would see if we were able to actually see it. That is, by getting that still and that quiet to lean into that darkness. I love that saying, the darker it is, the better we can see. The quieter it is, the better we can hear. And so that's really the invitation of this time We have this available to us anytime, and when all of the energies are aligned in in, in a way that are what we call winter, it's really an optimal time to, to go inside, to lean into those subtle aspects of ourselves, to lean into the spiritual aspect of ourselves. And like I said, the sad truth is that most of us today simply don't have the resilience and the stability in our systems to get and stay that quiet and to see that clearly. And so it feels really scary. It feels really uncomfortable. And many of us cling to an illusion of ourselves and our lives that we'd rather not unravel. (laughs) Because, well, for many reasons, but because compliance and adherence to the existing status quo in our lives can feel easier than facing the truth. So the holidays, as we do them nowadays nowadays in in modern living, uh, were invented and have evolved to distract us from the dark and the perfect vision we'd have if we let ourselves sink into it, if we let ourselves sink into winter's darkness. So we've just made all these distractions to bypass and, and... rush through and get through this this darkness, this dark time. 
so many stories and myths we have, right, about dark and dark is scary and stay out of anything dark, right? Like the dark woods, the darkness of our minds, the dark is bad and scary. Like, no, it's actually the opposite. It's so healing, so nurturing and supportive. And the kicker to all of this during this time is that this choice to bypass the dark, it's not a healthy choice. We pay for it. How many get sick during this time? I know so many people that are like, oh, it's our tradition. We get sick around Christmas. Doesn't have to be that way. And then how many spend January in a sort of like multi-layered hangover? A spending hangover, a food and alcohol hangover, an emotional hangover. And then feelings of anxiousness and depressiveness really skyrocket in the wintertime. And while, yes, there's absolutely truth in the fact that sunshine is healing and necessary, and longer periods of darkness and dreariness will definitely begin to take their toll on the human. And it's my firm belief that it's actually deeper than that. There's, there's more happening. It's this deep primordial longing that we have within us to succumb to the wisdom and healing embrace of winter's darkness. And it's being overridden by the norms of our, of our world. And then that's what ultimately leads us to the anxiousness and depressive state. It's the inner conflict and the going against the wisdom of our bodies and the wisdom of nature, which are one and the same. Our bodies are nature. So there's this deep primordial longing to just give in and just be in that emptiness. And yet this overriding, this, this, this relentless uh, pursuit of just being on and bypassing that. Because what would it mean? What would happen if I gave in and succumbed to my primordial urge, my primal urge to give in to that primordial darkness and just like, ah, oh, right? Oh, I wouldn't be able to do this. I'd have to do this. I'd, you know, it's like all of these things that are so external to us. Our modern day holiday season teaches us the dance of opposites. So one of my favorite principles from Ayurveda is the principle of like qualities will increase like qualities and opposite qualities will bring balance. And if we can think about this, this kind of holds the key to understanding this, this dance of opposites. So everything we interact with, our food, our activities, our thoughts, our relationships, carry qualities that affect our internal balance. And so the qualities are inspired by nature. And so they're, they're quite literal. They can be quite literal, like dry, warm, cool, wet. And then we can also think of them in a more energetic and metaphorical way, right? Like a person's energy, a person's personality can also be dry, warm, wet. You know, think, think of those things that we will say like, oh, that they're like a wet blanket <laughs> or a wet mop rather. Or I guess a wet blanket too. Or, oh, I felt so warm in her presence. She has a warm heart or a dry sense of humor. 
right? So these qualities are all around us. And so if we if we're pleased with the current result that 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 we're experiencing in life, the current experience, um, then we can continue in that same manner, you know? And if we need a change, then we can seek the opposite qualities to bring balance. If we're cold, we put on a warm sweater. And so letting things kind of be that simple as you apply them in a more broad, energetic perspective. So considering how the quiet, introspective nature of winter contrasts with the overstimulating qualities that, that often accompany the holiday season. We can lean into what we need and take actions that align with that quality that we need. And so this push and pull that we experience, if understood and respected, can actually lead us to deeper harmony within ourselves and greater self-awareness. And we can ditch the, the multi-layered hangovers I mentioned, the emotional hangovers, the spending, the food, the getting sick, all of these things. We, we don't need to do that. They don't need to be normal, regular occurrences that we just accept. They take away from the quality of our lives and just kind of get in the way of things that we would much rather be doing. And so attempting to be on all the time or be the same all the time or perform at the same level of energetic output all the time is simply impossible. It's unsustainable and it will set you up for failure and sickness every single time. So let's think about it like, you know, not giving in to winter's invitations of darkness and stillness is so last generation, right? That's so last generation. Let's reconnect with our older ancestors, right? So not the ones, you know, thank all of them, all of the people that have come before us who have endured and taught us things. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, trashing any of these these ones that have come before us I just think perhaps we could reconnect with the older ones the ones that are back further the ones who were in tune with all of these sacred invitations before mm, the modernization and the industrialization and the really heavy capitalistic patriarchal nonsense kind of took over The solstice is a time of deep rest and rejuvenation, period. It's in the darkness that new life begins. This time is all about the energetic and literal womb. Regardless of if your body has ever had one or not, we all came from one. And so this season, I invite you to be a bit of a revolutionary. Tune into your own rhythms and needs and the primal stirrings within you. Do you really want to attend all the things? Or do you wish to be quiet and still and in the dark? And it doesn't have to be all or nothing. But what ratio feels good to you at this time? Genuinely and without external pressures or opinions from others. Additionally, I invite you to spend some time with the energies of the womb the great womb of the mother, the place of no thing, and the source of all things, that deep primordial void and beginning and ending. Just kind of be still and tune into that kind of awesome, like awe-inspiring, awe 
full, full of awe and wonder concept of this primordial void, this great womb. I invite you to lean into your daily rhythms practices, like mindful breathing, gentle energy healing, and, well, it doesn't have to be gentle. (laughs) I was going to say gentle movement and energy healing, um, and gentle energy healing, so perhaps there's, there's some some gentleness that can be applied to the way that you're working with your energy at this time. And some, again, gentle movement. And setting daily routines that can really help to navigate this period with greater ease and presence and truly all seasons of life. This is how we build that resilience. And again, letting it be gentle and resonant with the invitations and the leaning into the darkness. When it comes to gift giving, I also invite you to do things a little differently this year. This time of year really prompts us to think about giving, which is fantastic. And there tends to be a big emphasis on material gifts and finding the perfect gift and spending money. And so let's expand our view beyond materials. The most profound gifts that we can offer are experiences and our full presence. So I encourage you to think creatively about how you can share these intangible, yet really invaluable gifts with your loved ones. Experiences and and presence. As in your full attention, your full presence. So... As we wrap up today's episode, I invite you to consider how you can integrate these lessons from winter into your daily life. How can you honor your need for rest and introspection? How can you maintain your energy amidst seasonal demands? And how can you find joy and meaning in giving experiences and presence? Thank you so much for joining me on this winter journey. As we move forward, let's remember the balance and renewal that this season offers. I look forward to continuing this conversation and exploring more ways that we can align with nature's rhythm. So I invite you to come connect with me directly, come connect with me on Instagram, in my Facebook group. There are links in the show notes for all the ways to come play. And I think that going to innerspark.life would be the best place to begin. So... Until next time, embrace the gifts of winter and remember that your journey is unique. It's yours. I encourage you to keep nurturing your own inner spark and let it guide you through this time to really receive the gifts that are all around and waiting for you. Thank you so much. Be well. Until next time.